We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about um, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about pop culture. Literally, everything, 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 everything is up for discussion, and that's what French culture is about. About, about, about. I put this on my life. Nobody and nothing will ever come between us. That's it. <laughs> Where the All rest of I it? need is in, in this life for sin. It's me and my boyfriend. Look for me. Tell me right in the very again. Tell me right. That's not it. No, it's down to right. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever know lyrics. It's fine. That's okay. That works out. You ain't got to know <laughs> lyrics, I guess. You'll make them whatever you want to make them. Well, y'all, thank you for listening to Brunch Culture another week. Um, we're going to get right down to it. And uh, Randall's going to kick us off with the scroll. So I was scrolling. And Scrolling in the thing with my six foe. What? You know, like the NWA song. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, so DeAndre Johnson. Um, <laughs> did you hear the story about uh, DeAndre Johnson and the the? I was gonna say something that's kind of rude and a bit insensitive, um, but yeah, the the altercation between him and yeah. the chick at the bar. He he is actually from my alma mater, First Coast High School in Jacksonville, Florida, First Coast Buccaneers, and he was a great um, quarterback. And so I feel so sorry for him losing his spot and his scholarship to Florida State. Um, I understand why they did it, especially in light of Jameis Winston. You know all the stuff he had going on. They probably have a no-nonsense policy right now with quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, but she did hit him first, which sucked. So And she didn't get charged with anything. With anything. Um, and she didn't lose anything. And I think that's the – for me, that's the issue that I have is because – so I had somebody that posted about, you know, there being really gender equality in situations. And I think in situations like this, we really have to make sure that we're not – we're not setting a tone where it is you can do whatever you want. This woman can do whatever she she wants to do to this guy and get upset because he his his retaliation is more aggressive than what one would expect. Like if you put your hands on someone, then you can expect for them to, to for you to, you know, get hit back, especially when you call them the N word. Exactly. Like you just heighten the situation. And this it's crazy, though, because I say for myself, like, you know, I don't believe that it's ever appropriate to ever hit a woman. At the same time, this guy, I mean, there's reflexes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just had this person that's, like, using these derogatory terms to you, yelling at you. And in the video, it kind of looks like he's just trying to get by. And she's telling him, like, you know, whatever, stay away. Whatever she says to him, you can see that, you know, she's upset because she draws her fist back and he, like, goes to grab her fist in the effort to say, like, don't put your hands on me. And then she sneaks him and hit him. I mean. And he stole her. Yeah, he stole a cold, too. Uh, but I, I think Don Lennon was on the, um, what is the lady's name? She's, she, Wendy Williams. 
and they had like this round table and he was on there and they were talking about it and he says that the he always has a problem with white chicks in the club because they get in free and they feel entitled and they're the most um like hard to get along with people every time he goes out he always has trouble with a loud white drunk woman wow and so in light of that especially even though you know he is um is 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 not has no interest in women the fact that he still has an issue with them speaks volumes to the entitlement that they might feel when when they're approached by a black male you know what i'm saying yeah it's weird because i can't say that that's my that has been my experience not something that i know of um but i will say though that i generally stay away from drunk people because i know that you're just kind of out of control in general and i never want to be in a situation where you do something you say something or it comes across as if i'm doing something to you that i shouldn't be doing so usually unless you're like a drunken friend then you know i'm i'm there kind of like supporting you and holding you up but if you are just a drunk that i don't necessarily know i'm yeah i make it my business to stay out of your way all right, you can have it. It is what it is. Go for it. Because, yeah, I you never know. In, like, the heat of a moment, you never know what you'll do and how you'll respond. And, yeah, it's just it's not good. Yeah. So I hope DeAndre gets picked up by another team. I hope somebody gives him a second chance. Because um, I think this was just a mistake. And he's young. He's and he's 18, very young. 18. Yeah. Yeah. He just he's graduated from high school. Young. He has to, you know, you have to learn how to navigate through these situations. But I hope somebody gives him a second chance because we all deserve um, a second chance. Exactly. In other news on the scroll, Bill Cosby. Um, Some documents were released. Um, What's the proper legal term? Was it? uh, Um, What do you mean? I don't know what you're trying to say. I don't know. Documents were released. (laughs) 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 Documents were released. Um, that he, when he admitted to drugging women uh, with the intention of having sex with them. Mm-hmm. And so it started everything back up again. And I was, I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, dang, Bill, Bill Cosby, you know, usually a news cycle, you be gone, he keep coming back. Like, yeah. they're not going to let this thing die. I was thinking, man, you know, it's, we got Confederate flags, we got, you know, so many major things going on. And they still keep coming back to him. You know, I'm sure if you're receiving negative press, you're like, oh, I can't wait to something big happen in the news cycle so they'll forget about me. Right. That's what usually happened. And we don't hear about it no more. But Bill Cosby, this is this thing got nine lives. Yeah. Well, it actually has like 20-some lives. It's like 20-some women. <laughs> um, it's, it is, it's crazy, though, because you have, I think it comes up because it's something that he has denied. And then you have all of these different women coming out saying that it's true. He has, you know, he raped me. He drugged me. He raped me. And so then to hear that he admitted under oath to purchasing drugs with intent to, you know, give it to women without them knowing that is you know it raises a lot of flags and a lot of people are saying that this you know makes it validates the fact that 
he did rape these women and Whoopi Goldberg and said something on the view that a lot of people start going off on and basically saying that that doesn't prove which what she says is honestly is factual right it does not prove that he raped these women and in the United States of America he he is he is, he is innocent till proven guilty that is factual but you know when you start to to when you start to piece things together and it's just kind of not even piece things together when you just look at it you know bird's eye view so these women have given this account of how you slipped them something that they didn't know about and they've started to feel a certain way and then you say you know under oath that you have purchased drugs with the intent of giving it to women without them knowing it just kind of adds more fuel and more support on their side um, and it's, it's honestly, I think what this, for me, this just kind of speaks to the fact that no celebrity, no person, while we can appreciate people's uh, art and what they produce and their contributions to society, that doesn't mean that people don't have, you know, as a person, they may not be really jacked up or really screwed up in their head and, you know, and have like other things like that. And what I, I think it is, what I, I, I just want, I always want to like, make sure that I'm considerate of having, I don't know what it is, you know, to be in, in, in that type of situation and be a woman, which I think is completely different because you have victims that are oftentimes, they're, they're shamed, like they're shamed for being victims. People don't believe them. And particularly when you're a victim of somebody that has a lot of money and power and, and clout, if you come against that person, then every, you're gonna have all these people be against you. Even you think about like in like a domestic the domestic violence situation with uh, Chris Brown and Rihanna. Like you had a lot of people that were saying, "Oh, Rihanna provoked him. Rihanna provoked him. It's her fault. She shouldn't have did this. She shouldn't have did this." And it's kind of like, "Dang, man, she's kind of a victim," you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's so you want to give. You want to give Bill Cosby the benefit of the doubt. Because you feel like you know him. Yeah, because you have. And, but then these victims, like you said, you know, they've been victimized. They should be given the benefit of the doubt as well. Exactly. As victims, because if, if, in fact, they were victims, it took a lot of courage to come forward. Exactly. So, like it's, you said, you want to be balanced with it. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I, I don't, the whole situation for me has always just been, a bit uncomfortable just because I'm like, you know, I don't want to pin something on somebody that I don't know. I do think it's kind of but it's awkward a lot of that people. all of these women, yeah, would would have this. And then I think stories. Exactly. And then the fact that he's honestly admitting to having done this, even just in one situation or planned to do it in the situation, it kind of, you know, it, it, it makes things just a little, a little awkward. But what I don't, there, I was reading this uh, one article where People were trying to get his star off the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, and I don't, you know, and it could just be because I'm not I'm not speaking from a place of having been experienced in that way. But I just don't know. For me, it's kind of like, what does that do? What does that solve? And then I think as well, like how many other sex offenders and crazy people that are on the Hollywood Walk of Fame that stars will stay there you know um Mm -hmm. and i just for me it's just kind of like one of those things of i think those are two different 
two different things and I wish that I wasn't a person that watched the Cosby show where well, there was like a Cosby show fan, but I kind of wish that like those shows could still be played without him receiving like financial benefit from it. Just because I think they say they speak to a lot of people, right? They're encouraging a lot of people. I have a lot of friends that watch the Cosby show and it was kind of like a dream or hoped or something that they looked up to because you saw this black family that was normal, that didn't have all of these like crazy Extremes, and it's something that people want to aspire to, and I think that that's wonderful. Even that Albert, like the le- the life lessons that would come through there that you're getting from a cartoon show, I think those things are great, and I think it, you know, it's good to have access to it. But I just wish he didn't get paid for it, so that way people can still show it, and you can kind of separate like the man and his like what's happening in his life now and the things that we're finding out from his artwork that is beneficial to us all. So Yeah. They remove him from Disney World. Yeah, people like he's Yeah, it's like he didn't even he never existed in, in the minds of some. So I what? pray for all those victims, because um, I know they, they had to have really a lot of courage to come forward. So yeah. our thoughts and prayers are with them. Um in other news the Confederate flag came down. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, South Carolina. We know this isn't, you know, this doesn't change the hearts of people, but it's a symbol that needed to come down. That crap um, shouldn't have been there in the first place. So I think it's still up in Mississippi, though. Is it? No, I think Mississippi. I thought Mississippi took it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But it came down. Shout out to Bree, um, who took it upon herself to take it down, even though it still had to go back up. <laughs> but it's coming down now, and that's that's what matters. So, shout out to South Carolina for doing it and putting action behind it. And I hope this is the first of many actions that initiate um, real dialogue and hopefully get um, start to help people's mindsets change. So Yeah, speaking of mindset change, I'm just playing. That was so rude. So, y'all know about this whole Locke Voorhees thing. And his interview, and I feel bad. I feel really, really bad because watching the interview clip, I laughed mm-hmm. like a lot. Yeah, I laughed too. You know, it's, sometimes you just have to. But I kept. I had to catch myself because I was like, no, I really think that she really does have like a. She's like not mentally stable, mm-hmm. and I feel that's what makes me feel bad for laughing. But just when I first saw the clip, I just saw this clip, and I saw the clip on. Um, Instagram first, and I thought she was joke. I thought it was a joke. I was like, "Oh, that's." I was like, "Oh," and then they was like, "No, like she really." Because people were like, "What's wrong? What happened to poor Lisa?" And so hearing her say this stuff, not and me, like, not me, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> Lisa from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. And so people said it, and so I kind, I'm, I'm like laughing, and then I watched the video, and I'm like, "Why is she using these words? Like it don't make sense." But then I thought, and I'm like, "Man, I feel really bad because I feel like." It for real, for real, legit is something wrong. She had a lot of adjectives. Um, some of them she didn't complete. <laughs> um, it was a lot of compounded adjectives that didn't uh, kind of flow. Is is a lot of you, you know? It was a lot of question marks that were there after the interview um, when they asked her about her husband, you know, potentially abusing her, and she was like, "No, he was just being a strong man," and that's really t- that really tickled me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I laughed really hard. Randall told me to stop laughing. It's a rude, yo. No, I'm not. I just, I'm not rude. I wasn't, it just, it really caught me off guard because I was just like, wow. Like some of the ways she was using the adjectives, I never, I never heard him use that way. 
And I was just like, oh, that was that was funny. She's talented and unique with her word choice. That's what we're going to say. We're just going to say that we're not going to say nothing. We gonna, <laughs> what was what the line she said? I'm not going to repeat this because you try to know. I'm not repeating this. You're not going to repeat it? No, I'm not repeating this lady. What? No. Randall, this, just, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm not doing this thing with this lady. I, we, everybody just. No, she didn't say that. We just hope that Lark Voorhees, <laughs> she's, her and her husband, they're going to be, he's helping her with her singing career. Yeah, they got an album. And they're going to be producing an album. That's I pray that they just have a great yeah. album. And yeah. It's really going to be dope, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't know what it's gonna be. It's gonna be called personage. That's what it's gonna be called. Uh huh. That's because she said that. She and said strategies. personage. Yeah. And, and what else? No, I'm not. So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> on the main dish for y'all. Main dish. My main dish. All right, Chris Brown. <laughs> These songs you, <laughs> you just recognize random songs. I love, I love, I'm the most singing, non-singing person you ever meet. It's the most singing, non-singing. I ain't got a, I can't hit one note. <laughs> um, but I can sing and, you know, but should I sing? That's the question. But for the main dish, we got She Proposed. She proposed to me. My baby proposed with a gold band. <laughs> I started crying because <laughs> she proposed to him. You know, men, the gold band, they have a gold band. It could be silver, it could be black, you know. What if he want a diamond ring? Do they even make men diamonds? Well, I guess it's just, I don't know. What, he want a solitaire? <laughs> diamond cut? <laughs> he had a cap, but he want a diamond cut ring. <laughs> That's what he want. Oh, okay. So, yeah, this whole idea of women proposing to men, this has been, I've, I've seen so many people go in on this on social media. And I just have to, for me, I'm always like, I realize people are different. People are entitled to do and to say what they want to say. And I'm not going to even say, you know, I don't want to dress it up to say that you have a problem. It's weird for me. Socially is weird, culturally is weird, as a person it's just weird. And I think so. When I start trying to be like, okay, so let's like draw logic through this thing, right? And I think for me, it just becomes because of the way that we like things have been like socially, the way that things are. You let me decide when I want to do it and if I don't want to do it then hey it won't happen. So you know? what happen if, if if your girlfriend walked up to you and proposed? I'll probably walk off. You'll walk off? That's rude. Well. She's not going to be with you no more. And that's fine. Because I you, feel like you just said you just said you just gave you an ultimatum. You, ju- you just well, said Well a proposal is it. an ultimatum though isn't it? Not really because I think there are people that say no and they still are together and they say no for whatever reasons like career wise or you know I'm just not ready to take that step. Yeah, it seemed like that was just a really because some women do, some women say no when when guys propose to women some some women do say no and I think the relationship and they, they continue. Yeah, because that's not like you're saying no, I don't want to marry you, not no, I don't want to be with you in this relationship and keep growing together and maybe hopefully get to that point, but. I just don't want to. 
That seemed like, but that, the second time you have to do it, it seemed like that'd be so scary. Cause you gotta be like, are they gonna say? I already said no. It's like a fear, a phobia. Yeah. So just solve it all. Don't ever propose. Well, you anti-marriage. I'm not anti-marriage. I'm anti-BS when people feel like you're supposed to get married just because well, oh, you've like- reached a thir- certain threshold in life and you got a degree and you make good money, so now you need to go get married. Like, I, I'm i not for people getting married just because society tells them you need to My homegirl actually told me this week she don't feel like it's a need for marriage anymore. Like, she said the only reason she get married is because she want to have kids and she don't want to bring them into this world. That's not a two-parent home. But she was like, she. some people get married for love. She already get enough love from her family and friends. <laughs> and, <Dang>. and, <laughs> and she financially stable and she don't need no money. It's, it's so, it, the only reason she would be getting married is the race because she wants children. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure that I, and I think that there's still value in marriage, um, and I still support people getting mad. I don't have a problem with people getting mad. I don't have a problem getting married myself. I just think that you have to do it in a space and time when you're ready, and I know so many people, or I see so many people that are doing it because everyone around them is telling them, you know, it's your time. You got to get married. You have to get married. You got to get married. And, and I then, think that's why the women propose because they feel like they, I would say a woman, I would see, in my opinion, a woman would only propose if they feel like the dude is taking too long to propose. And so they feel like societal pressure. I want to be married. I want to be married to this person. So I'm going to propose to them is why they would do it. It's because they feel that pressure and they want to get married but I don't think applying that pressure if you've already voiced to him that you want to get married and he still hasn't went and bought a ring then maybe he doesn't want to marry you so I think I think one thing that happens though is that like we live and exist in a space where things have changed drastically right and I think there's a social it really is kind of like a social norm for, you know, men to ask a woman's hand in marriage. And this is me playing devil's advocate, right? Again, I'm not, I just don't personally think that it's something that I could get with. Mm-hmm. And I think it would just make me feel real uncomfortable. But I also realized that it would make me feel uncomfortable because of like, how things have been socially for me and what I believe and it just it would just be awkward but I think when when I look at couples I'm so the discussion that was happening this was uh not too long ago on Facebook and it was like a picture of a girl actually proposing to a guy she was like down on one knee and everything and I think that what we when we look at life today socially women are more equal to men today than they've ever been in the past and women you know are able to do kind of the same things that men can do so i think because of that i want to say that it's not awkward or maybe it shouldn't be awkward because the same in the same the same way we're entering into this relationship and we're both equal in this relationship we both have money that we're bringing to the table we both have an opinion and we both listen to each other's opinion we both make the decisions together equally when you look at that 
and that's how relationships kind of work today because things have changed socially i think you have to accept and agree that hey because of that if a woman wanted to propose to a man they're going to be equal in the relationship anyway so why not but i still think that a man should be the leader in the relationship and so for me i mean some people don't don't value male leadership in the relationship so for me being old school and very traditional i would want him to if he's going to lead the relationship i need to let him lead uh as far as when he proposes because i feel like that's setting the tone for the marriage um but some people and i, I was going to say yeah i think but, but i think that that's being challenged a lot today right because relationships are less male focused male male only led i think that you they're still and it doesn't mean that you know their relationship these relationships today don't have men that are leaders but i think women take more of an active leadership in the relationship as well so you have two people that are saying we're both going to lead in areas we're both going to make decisions we're both going to you know look at the finances we're both contributing to the pot so we both have the same garden right to take out of the pot you know we both can decide if we're going to do this and what we want to do this and it's less of a well this is what i want i'm going to prepare a house for you and i'm taking you from your your family and then you're just going to come and stay home and nurture and take care of the kids and i'm gonna do it like those gender specific roles are no longer i won't say they no, they no longer exist but they exist less today than they ever have before yeah because i was talking to somebody um the, um a few months ago and i was like what do you do and he was like i'm a house husband and i was like oh okay that's different and I've, I've seen it on TV, but I never met one in real life. I'm talking about like so a... I never met one in real life. You act like they like a dog on display. I never met a little household before. <laughs> and I'm just like, how does that, like, that completely flips the roles? Because you basically clean, you, you handle the kids, your wife just works. Mm-hmm. And so does that, if you're, if that's how the marriage is going to go... Her proposing actually does seem to make sense. But if, I mean, even in the in that sense, though, I don't think that because sometimes it may be economically more feasible for it. May, will make more sense for. Oh, maybe the she woman makes to more work. money. Yeah, if he, she makes more money and they are going to be spending four thousand dollars a month or three thousand dollars whatever some crazy amount of money a month in child care in private school and he doesn't make as much money as she does it would make sense is if one of us has to give up our job it would be him and not her because again that's why i always say like we exist in the space where we have to oftentimes rethink a lot of things because or and not really think to change because you can think about it and be like, well, I still just want to be traditional and that's fine. But just understand that there people are responding differently because socially so many things are changing. You can have a woman that's making 160k a year and her husband is is like a teacher and he's making 40k a year. He gonna tell her to quit your job so I can take care of you. 
bro, what? You don't make enough money for that, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's not a fault to him. That don't mean that he's not a leader. That don't mean that he's not a strong man. That don't mean that, you know, he's not bringing enough to the table or that she's just this domineering woman. It literally just means that financially it makes sense, it makes sense for you to stay home. Mm-hmm. And so I think... I, I just kind of think that we, we kind of have to consider, you know, what's going on. And that's at least what I try to do. Again, like, when it comes to a woman proposing, it is, it's just, it's different. That's all I'll say. It's just, it's real different. And it's kind of uncomfortable. And it's crazy. And then I'm, like, I'm sure people will be like, oh, well, you know, that's a part of you having some sort of issue or whatever. Which, whatever. We can talk about it. That's fine. Like, I'm completely open to that. But I think it's just different for me. But... What I won't do is, like, when I see somebody do it, I'm kind of like, well, bro, if that worked for y'all, I don't know how it worked. It, I think the, the initial kind of discomfort and taking away my ability and my choice and what I've understood and know what my role in the relationship should be, because that's being challenged and taken away, it would probably just initially just make me extremely uncomfortable. And, I, yeah, that's why I would walk off. I'd be like, all right, well, um... Yeah, I can't say it's completely wrong. It's a, it's a matter of preference. If that works for you two people, then I all if that's that's you know that's work that's fine. But for me, I know it, I wouldn't want that. <laughs> I just be like, oh okay, well we just want to get married. <laughs> okay, married. So what if you miss out on like a really great guy because he didn't propose to you? Oh, we won't be getting married. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't see myself put, I feel like you you could tell a man I want to be married that should be something that's discussed mm-hmm. I just feel like at, at some point if you're dating me and I'm I'm I believe in abstinence to marriage I'm going to feel like you're going to want to have sex at some point and if we two years in and you still don't want, you still haven't popped the question and and you're a man that's twenty and I'm twenty eight and they're twenty eight up. Um, it's I'm gonna be wondering what's happening. Well, what if like what if the question is not asked like at all, but there's an understanding that let we should get married. Like you express, you guys are having a conversation, and you know there is like hey. You guys are talking, right? Let's say y'all talking, then you like, oh, you know, I'm excited. I want to get married. And he's like, yeah, I want to get married, too. And if he's like, oh, let's, we should just go do it. We should just get married. You remember when Kevin Hart was like, uh, he said the N-word. He said a lot. That, that, that didn't make sense. <laughs> I, was like, I was waiting for the punchline. I, <laughs> I want to say it, but I can't say it on the show. But you can say it. Be you. Come on. No, I don't want to do it. I want to be politically correct. <laughs> but when he was talking to uh, his friend who caught him um, when his girlfriend was asking him where he was, uh-huh. and his best friend, he called his best friend, and he was just like, N-word. Oh, That's yeah. what I'd be like. <laughs> you want to get married? I want to get married? N-word. Like, <laughs> do something. Like, I... I can't. I don't need the. So you need. You need the like. You need like the the down on one knee, hand. I, yeah. I mean. I don't really out. care. I don't really care about proposals. I don't even care about weddings. Like, <laughs> I'm not the kind of woman who's playing their weddings at six. I don't give a crap. I'm gonna let my mama do it. 
because she wouldn't do it. No, I'm gonna let my mom. <laughs> no, but I don't care. Like I just, I don't. Whoever marries me, if they care, they care. Me, I could care less. Like I was that person. Like I didn't care about prom. I don't care about that stuff. Yeah. So I could get married and elope, and I'd be fine. Okay. So I'm so not. I'm not in the extravagant, but I'm not gonna propose to you. But you need a. But I mean, in essence, no. What in that situation though? Nobody has proposed. Like. He didn't propose. Y'all both. He I'd be like, hey, listen, like, hey, let's go do we it. We could go look at rings. <laughs> I tell you what's my size. I don't give a crap about that either. I, it just needs to be at least two, uh, one, one, one and a half carat solitaire, something like that. But I don't give a crap. I don't. I don't care. I don't. I don't care about that. I. I rather we put our money. I'd be like, hey, we need to start saving towards a house. I care about stuff that's gonna be after the wedding. Right. I'm not gonna spend 15 grand on a wedding when we still don't. When we both living in an apartment, re renting, but we that's a down payment on the house. <laughs> but anyways, that's a people are different. I personally don't give a crap. I want to spend the money on what's gonna come after. So we don't have to spend a ton of money on a ring. I'm gonna tell you, we can look at some rings. We can look at some rings on sale. That's fine. I'm okay. Walmart sell rings for like uh, it's $199 for an engagement set. Yeah, not those though. I do care. What's that wrong? Much. I do care that much. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I do care. They stolen silver. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Least was bad. No, we ain't gonna do that. Hey, I let you. I let you slide on the wedding. I let you slide. I let you slide on the wedding. I let you slide. <laughs> but that ring need to look like something. I mean, jeez, at least been four grand. It's about the commitment, Lisa. It is, but committed. I gotta look at. I gotta look at this ring, and sometimes when I see people the Walmart wearing, rings look nice though. I mean, every, uh, cubic zirconias look nice from a distance. <laughs> It's when you get up on them that's problematic. So it's like it's just not, keep everybody away. They don't need to be in your relationship anyway. That's the problem. My relationship, that's my relationship came right. They like, let me see your ring. My ring private and my relationship private. <laughs> my ring private. We don't wear it. We got a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> you said you have been getting that now. Yeah. Tattoos. On I think that's kind of neat. I actually think I want to do it. Yeah, and yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I want the ring. <laughs> yeah. That, you know that well, they usually you get a ring on top of the tattoo. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't but want you, a tattoo. You get the, what if we don't make it? What if you die? You know, I still got that mark. Like I'm Cause it's, yeah, because it means like you you were once married. Yeah, but like what if they dead married. though? But yeah, and you trying to get a, remarried? You don't want interference. But how is it gonna be an interference? It, it was a period of your life. Like I was married to someone and they died. I've been widowed and. I don't know. Just, I, I just rather had a ring. I take it off when I go to sleep. So um, you want an exit strategy? That's that's what it is. No, I don't. You wanna, ain't down for real commitment. You, I'm, uh-uh. I'm down for real commitment. Not you right now. Though. Not right now. Take it off. Not right now. You want to be able to take it off. You got to be. You got to be down for the cause. I, that's honestly. I feel like though, maybe I've been hanging around you too much. But, I don't. I don't feel. Like, but, I don't feel like. I just. I'm not. I don't know. We got to stop being friends. No, I don't. But no, I never. I made you liberal. I'm finna make you not get married. This is No, old. when I was, th- <laughs> I I was like, I'll get married. When I, when I was like 18 mm-hmm. and everybody was like planning their wedding, I was, I was like, we're going to get married right after we graduate. I just never was that. 
even when I was in a long term relationship mm-hmm. and it was like the fourth year and it still didn't it wasn't like oh we gotta get married right now yeah. I was like oh okay and I think for me though that's <laughs> and for me that's just natural that's the way it's supposed to be I just don't think maybe it's too cause I don't really I'm not really the person that wants to have children so maybe that's probably why okay so for you marriage gets to the children yeah, I did, I don't necessarily you. have to. I'm if I get married, whoever I marry, if they want children, that's fine. If they don't, I'm fine with it. Oh, so it's yeah, not you're real different, yo. Because it's not. That ain't look here. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, and I was dating this guy. He was like he wanted five kids, and I knew that wasn't gonna work from the jump. Cause I could give you maybe two. He said maybe two. I can't give you five. Yeah, <laughs> you lucky to get one. So I'm not really ready to rush into that children, especially when I go to the store. I was in Target the other day and the baby children was so loud. Yeah, I, I was just like, oh, I just at that moment, I thought I was. I paused and I said, I thank you, God. You have to call him BC birth control. That's why I tell him I have, <laughs> you know, a nephew and younger siblings and I tell them that they're the best BC in the world and for much of their life they have no idea what it is one of my little brothers finally figured out what I was talking about and he was like what does that mean and I was like no it's just good BC and he was like does that mean birth control I was like hey shut up nobody actually <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just think I think marriage is a beautiful thing I have friends that are married oh, really and is. I think they're they're great couples and yeah. everything I think it's awesome. Personally, I just don't. I I enjoy dating people, and I will, I like to chill with them, but I don't necessarily have to be moving towards marriage. I think that you. I'm all for you doing it in the time when you are truly ready for it, and I think as well. I'm. I believe that you should date someone at some point in time until like. You should date someone with the expectancy that, hey, you know, this is kind of like trial and error because I would want to spend the rest of my life with you and I would want, you know, to grow with you and to learn with you. I think all of those things are important and marriage equal marriage means that that's what you do you find this person you guys go through like a trial period and you decide that hey i want to be with you for the rest of my life and so you commit and you guys continue that relationship um and you're there for each other so that when you are old and there's nobody that want to deal with you you got somebody to deal with you and you can just enjoy life like i'm all for it my biggest thing is do it when it's your time and when you want it and when you're ready because i see so many times where people get married or are married and everything looks great and then the the internal the reality of the internal marriage in itself is falling apart or it really was never really a marriage in from the jump and you think about it is because oh my mama wanted me to get married or my pastor kept telling me it was time it was time i need to quit living my life in sin you are a sinner before you get married you're gonna be a sinner after you get married stop believing this like crap that oh you're living life in sin and then you go get married and still keep living your life in the same sin you just got a ring like it's stupid like <laughs> quit doing this junk it don't make sense i think if you if you're getting married just for if 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 you're getting married just for the sex factor i think that's going to be a disappointing thing for you um 
It's good, but it don't pay no bills. So you're I gonna mean, you're gonna be you gotta really marriage is a commitment. I was I was looking at um this thing the other day, and this is the, these are the stories that make me think twice about marriage. The guy he's a, a a Christian artist, and him and his wife had just got married. They were like married a month and a half or two months in. Mm-hmm. He was at, leaving the show. Him and his road manager saw a car that had just got an accident. They got out. Um, immediately tried to help the guy get out of the car. He was disoriented. He was waking up. Gas is leaking. He's trying to crank up the car because he's disoriented. He don't know what's going on. So they're like, no, don't crank up the car. <laughs> don't crank up the car because you're going to blow us up, right? right? He jumps over the rail thinking it's grass. It's nighttime. It's a 10-foot drop. Wow. So every like all so many bones in his body is broken, his jaws wired shut, his wife's taking care of him. That was like five months she's taking care of him. So the worst came two months after the marriage, and they were like, you know, a godly couple abstinent, saving themselves from marriage. And then the worst came. So if she was just getting married just to have sex, that would have sucked for her, you yeah. know? But thankfully, she was in it for the thick and thin. She took care of him through the whole time. But I said that to say, during that period, she pro- they probably couldn't have sex. Yeah. So you can't. it can't just be one-dimensional in your thinking. Oh, I want to get married because I believe in abstinence, and I'm going to get married so I can have sex. What if that person gets sick? What if that person can't? It has to be more than just that. It has to be, I'm willing for good and bad, sickness and health. Uh, forsaking all others. This lady at my church, her husband just died of brain cancer. They just got married three years ago. Like, you know, the worst came (laughs) and it's over. You know, so you have to you have to really love that person and commit and say, man, if this person can't function sexually, if they can't function, if they have limbs removed, if they gain 300 pounds, 300 pounds. <laughs> Am I going to w- really be there? Am I going to be committed? And if you're not ready to do that, yeah, honestly, I'm not ready to take care of nobody. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm good with being single right now. So just the moral of this story is do it when it's your time and when you're ready. And honestly, when it comes to. And don't force anybody. Cause if you feel like you got to force your man to marry you, it's probably not, he probably, it's probably not going to be good. And if your dude is, com- if he's comfortable with either one, whenever, you know, either one of us, we're equal. When you're ready to pop the question, if you want to pop it before I do, and that work for y'all, I honestly, again, it wouldn't, I can't do it. But I can't if, do it either. If it works, I just, I, what, what I want people to get, though, with this topic, and I'm sure it's going to be a lot of people that's going to be like, Y'all crazy. That don't make no sense. Ain't no dude. I'm never going to propose to a dude. And you're entitled to that. There's nothing wrong with that. But just understand the logic in that, hey, if this dude chooses, if you guys are in a relationship where you both are comfortable and open with it, or you see a woman propose to her dude, like, don't call her crazy or desperate or she trying to, nah, it might not be that. That's just the way that they set up, you know, their relationship and how it works for them understanding that things in life is has changed roles have changed they're no longer like breadwinner you know gender roles assigned just to the man like the man is not just baking home the bacon sometimes the man is bringing home the bacon and the woman is bringing home the ham hocks the turkeys the chicken the ribs the mac and cheese and he's sitting there with his little measly piece of bacon saying well i hope she like it like 
it's things are different. So that's what it is. Yeah. So let us know what you think always on social media, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, hashtag ChatBC. Would you, ladies, would you get down on one knee and propose to a man with the gold band? Or black or silver, platinum, whatever. Um, and men, would you accept the proposal? Or would you walk away like Randall? Uh, let us know at hashtag chat BC. But now it's time for our toast to roast. Hey. Baby, baby. Get some biggie. <laughs> oh, okay, I can't Give me anymore. one more chance. <laughs> that was oh. the worst. My lips are dry, so it... it don't worry about it. Okay. It's, it's <laughs> fine. You know, you, whatever whatever works, whatever floats your boat. So today we want to toast, and actually I want to make a, another toast in light of Sierra and Russell Wilson. Toast to them for saying they're waiting to marriage to have sex. Ooh. Um, so toast to them for I living. I forgot about them. People. Counterculturally. Um, a lot of people was pissed that they was doing it. I was like, it's their life. Like, yeah, I don't want to have people sex. Was like, like, people like, was kind of going in. Um, a bunch of people, which I think is kind of like, I, I get annoyed when seeing there was like a bunch of comments, and this is usually why I really don't read a lot of comments from people because you, ha- I, there's internet trolls that just do stuff just to get a rise out of people, and so they can go back and forth, and you get so emotionally involved in this and trying to get them to see or trying to make this, you know, great point to try to help people understand, and that person's sole purpose is just to mess with you, so it's like just let them go. But there was a lot of people that was basically saying like, "Oh, well, they're not, they're not, um, they're not having sex because he really don't want her," and yada yada yada. And it's just like, come on, man! Like if the dude say, like, let people tip. That's their lives. You're not a part of their bedroom. You're not a part of their relationships. Like, and he didn't do like a PSA. It was he was at a church, and they the context of what he was saying it was in the in the larger context of like a hour interview mm-hmm. and that was just one small thing that they asked him about and it was a church service and i don't think he anticipated going viral like it yeah, did yeah but just a news outlet got a hold to it and put it out there and only focused on three minutes of this interview versus the whole hour he did so exactly. you know people just chill let them let them live um, but shout out to uh, yeah, shout out to both of them though, and I think you know we we all want to see uh, Sierra be happy, and she has a, she has a a son, and you know just want to see her be happy. She and seems she's like dating a, really a different good, kind of dude this time. Yeah, she went from rappers Bow Wow, and Lord knows he's an interesting. I character. even forgot that they were they dated. That's yeah, yeah, Bow Wow and Sierra. People kept saying that there was a, there was this other I screenshot. There was this one chick which annoyed me. She was like. You you see the trend? Every dude that she get with leave her. Um, it's got to be something wrong with you, boo. We'll see how long this one stay. And I was just kind of like, but that's so unfair because you're watching this woman's life because she's a celebrity. But how many people left you? <laughs> I was just thinking, don't everybody have bad relationships? Exactly. And you only see all these quote-unquote dudes leaving because you see her life like and she's a celebrity and she's in the spotlight but dudes have probably undoubtedly left you because if you had somebody you wouldn't be on here talking about somebody else's relationship because you have something better to do with your time but you don't it's just (laughs) internet trolls kill me (laughs) it's just it's so frustrating but we also want to toast to us get reaching 10,000 listens turn up 
That was loud. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. No, we want to thank you guys so much for being consistent and for supporting brunch culture. Um, Lisa and I, when we started this, it really, and we've shared with you guys the story of how we started and, you know, really wanting to bring these types of conversations and, and, and challenge um, people to think about stuff, right? And and we don't have to agree with us. We don't have to agree with each other. But we want you to. We want to start the conversation. We want to foster a place where these conversations can be had. Because at brunch, we really do have some incredible conversations and some great things are discussed. But those things kind of start there and they just stop. So we want a place where people can come and continuously talk about these things. And so. It just it it makes us feel. I mean, honestly, when we hit when it, when I realized that we were over the ten thousand mark, I was waiting for it. And I was like, I wonder if it's gonna happen. I wonder if it's gonna happen. And then when it happened, happened actually well before I thought it would happen. And I'm just so thankful for you guys supporting with us, rocking with us, sharing it, continuing to list us, texting and saying, hey, I like this or I didn't like this about the show or get this together or work on this. It all helps. And we've gotten this far, honestly, with, you know, being consistent with God. And there are so many of the most successful podcasts have back, have like huge uh, media companies following them. So we've just gotten this far really with just the two of us and I just think it's so great and I just say thank you guys yes thank you for helping us we're excited um we look forward to reaching that 100k milestone next come on come on turn up turn up so we're gonna leave you with our good vibe today's good vibe is if serving is below you leadership is beyond you amen and all great leaders are servants so remember to serve others because it's not about you it's about others all right, come all on right. now, somebody. So we thank you for listening to another episode of Brunch Culture. As always, you can catch all our past episodes at www.brunchculturebc.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Brunch Culture, on Instagram at Brunch underscore culture, and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Brunch Culture. And remember to subscribe on iTunes by searching Brunch Culture. And remember, at Brunch Culture, everything, everything is, is up, up for discussion. discussion.